Is there not an entire section on this subject? No, yes, I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, what have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 77. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. So I hope everyone had a good Labor Day. Um, again, coming today late because of the holiday. Should be, hopefully, <laughs> things go well. I'll be back on track next week with uh, Monday morning releases of the podcast. So um, this week, you know, it just seems like the news cycle was all about what politicians are saying, what is being said. And it started out with The Atlantic dropped their uh, article about um, supposedly some anonymous sources, like four, five anonymous sources, said that Trump called... Uh, dead troops, losers, and all kinds of just disparaging remarks about the troops. Now, here's the deal. I mean, you've, I've said it over and over again. And I think anytime I, I even start to defend Trump in any way, shape, or form, someone's going to be like, oh, you're just a Trump guy. I'm not a Trump guy. I didn't vote for him last time. I, didn't, I don't intend on voting for him this time. I'm not voting for Biden either. So for those of you who are, well, no vote for Trump is a, is a vote for Biden. Well, by that logic, a no vote for Biden is a vote for Trump. So you're welcome. And, uh, but this article just, it didn't sit well with me. Um, it didn't make sense to me. You know, I mean, I know Trump says some stupid stuff. I mean, from back in the, the primaries of 2016, when he was calling Ted Cruz, lying Ted accused him, you know, had the story. And, and we all know it came from Trump. It, I mean, Roger Stone and the Inquirer and so on. But this was the, Trump knew, right? The story of, of Ted Cruz having affairs with these women. Uh, you know, I can't even remember the names of them. Uh, some many of them were campaign people and so on. A couple who actually worked for the Trump campaign, um, you know. Nice way to throw them under the bus, Donnie. Um, you know, and then there was the whole thing about Ted Cruz's wife and little Marco. We, you guys know all the stuff he said. We do know that he said, uh, you know, in a thing talking about John McCain, I like guys who don't get caught. You know, the whole issue of, of John McCain being a prisoner of war and he doesn't like prisoners of war. He doesn't like guys who get caught, blah, blah, blah. So that made this, this whole thing plausible, but it still just, it didn't sit right. As I'm listening to it, I'm like, you know what, there, this, is, this is a hit piece. This is, you know, I mean, when you can't name any of your sources and, okay, they feared for their careers or blah, blah, blah whatever. You know, I mean, if you can't give a single name of any source who said where this can be verified, why even bother running the article? Why run the story? Because what it does, it, it really, when now I think up to 10 people, um, including uh, Bolton, the, the former secretary, or I can't remember what his, his title was, John Bolton, 
fired from the, the Trump administration, did not like Trump, put out a, a, a big a book where there was not a lot of nice things said about Trump in the book. So he even said, I was on some of these, these in these places where supposedly these things were said, and I did not hear them. So we now have people who are going, yeah, here, I'll identify myself and say that this is, is bogus. But, uh, you know, none of the people who actually accused him of saying this can come forth and say, well, we were there. This is what was said. Right. I mean, we've got the the Entertainment Tonight tapes. We've got all that stuff. So, I mean, here's the thing that 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 gets me. Here's the thing that, that bothers me about this whole thing is why would you bother doing something like this. And again, I'm sure somebody came to the Atlantic with the story and they, rather than going, eh, it just doesn't seem on the up and up. They're just like, Oh, let's jump on this and run it. You know? So I don't know if the Atlantic was specifically gunning for Trump and his, you know, his, uh, campaign or whatever, but why would you, why would you do, I mean, why would you bother running a story that you can't prove, which is likely going to be disproven later? I mean, it seems like they, I don't know how, I don't know if any of this can be um, libel or anything, but I would assume if it is, Trump is going to be jumping all over that uh, lawsuit soon. Um, but what it does, is it, it doesn't do anything to take away from Trump. I mean, the Entertainment Tonight tapes didn't do anything to take away support for Trump, right? I mean, that literally, well, I guess it did in some cases because that was what decided it for me that I would not vote for that man based on those tapes alone. So, um, again, it just, it didn't make sense to me. I don't know why this article would even be run. And I don't know why so many people are still, you know, going with this. And this is, you know, it was, it was a bad article. And it really, it, it just, again, you're, you're setting yourself up for that whole fake news thing that Trump is going to use to his own advantage. And, and, okay, I kind of lost my train of thought as I was saying. Why would you bother running something like that that can't be verified when there's so many things that can? You know, there's so many things that Trump has said that, that can absolutely be verified. So why would you run with something that can't? It just it did not make sense to me. I mean, so many other things that Trump has said that you could try to 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 spin. I mean, I see it all the time from my my cousin's uh, Facebook page. Anything that Trump even says remotely, uh, I know I'm going to see it there. Um, you know, forcefully put out uh, because my cousin just absolutely hates Trump. So it just it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me why they decided to go with that but as we you know as you see i mean it's 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 going to become a nothing burger uh again as many of those things have because there's people coming out and saying nah this isn't really true we can verify that this wasn't said or blah 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 and with it being where we stand right now in the election cycle i mean we're less than 60 days it it's going to be forgotten. Remember, it was like a week before election that Comey came out and said, we're re-examining Hillary's email files. That's when you do stuff like this. I mean, if, if you're going to try to damage his support and so on, you want to do that 
the week before the election. Not 60 days, because we live in a society that we don't remember anything from two weeks ago. You know, unless it's, you know, Black Lives Matter or something like that, and, and, you know, we're repeatedly told to say their names. Some of them we should. Um, But we don't remember anything else. We don't... We don't remember what was in the news cycle about Trump three weeks ago. Nobody remembers what people were talking about. Well, we do because all everything that's been talked about Biden is just dementia. So that's an ongoing thing that, that we can't, as long as they put Biden out there in front of a camera and we'll get there in a minute, you know, it, we, we don't. But nobody remembers, you know, again, what were we talking about Kamala Harris uh, three weeks ago. I mean, now it's people trying to say that she's not black, which, okay, this to me is ridiculous. Um, it's, there's a meme going around Facebook, and, and I was going to repost it initially because you know how I feel about masks. Um, and it was, if you, if you can pretend that Bruce Jenner is a girl, then you can pretend I'm wearing a mask. And I thought that was kind of funny when I first saw it. Then it got changed to if you can pretend that Bruce Jenner is a girl and Kamala Harris is black. Then you can pretend I'm wearing a mask. And that was when I went, okay, Kamala Harris is black. Yeah. Her, she, I I can't remember. I think her father is Indian. Her mother is Jamaican or vice versa. I don't remember. She's descended from a Jamaican parent and an Indian parent. But when was the last time you met a Jamaican and didn't go, Oh, they're black. Right. But that's the, the, the things that's being said again, the ridiculousness and I wouldn't be surprised if this dude was behind it. You know, he was, he was the one that pushed the birther thing with, uh, Obama and so on. So even a little bit about Ted Cruz. So I would not be surprised if it was somewhere in the Trump administration, something where they said, let's attack Kamala Harris's blackness. She's black. If you met a Jamaican person today, you would say, oh, yeah, they're black. You would. I mean, it's just, unless they're, well, most of the time, we'll say it, we'll put it that way. But when you, I, when you look at that, she is, I mean, Kamala Harris is black. She's as black as, as, as Obama was. You know, nobody was saying Obama wasn't black because his, his father was from Kenya and his his mom was white. Um, I think I'm related to his mom, Stanley Ann Dunham. Um, but so still, you have this, this whole issue of whether or not Kamala Harris is black, um, which is ridiculous, again. But in, in two weeks, no one's going to remember that. There's going to be something else that they're going to be putting out there and, and so on. So... The fact that someone's trying to damage Trump from this distance, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But Nancy Pelosi said some really dumb stuff this week, too. So, again, this is all about what the the dumb stuff that politicians are saying. So Nancy, apparently sometime in the last week, goes out to a hair salon in San Francisco and violates their mask ordinance or mask mandate or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. That's that's my opinion right now. And it's an unpopular opinion. But Nancy Pelosi is like 
in there and so then when it when it blows up in her face and everyone's all mad because she's there and she you know no one else can go get their hair did without a mask and and blah 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 she literally blamed the salon <laughs> not a good look nancy really i saw a great meme today that was like the the person who's third in line uh for the nuclear codes, just blame the salon for a setup or whatever. Um, you know, and again, there's another great meme going around of her in a speech talking about leaders taking responsibility for what they do and so on. And then they're backpacked on that is piggybacked on that is her saying, well, this was really a setup and I, I take responsibility for falling for the setup and they really owe me an apology. Again, this is the, the ridiculous garbage that is going on in our nation right now. You know, we've got politicians that are saying, you've got to do this, and it's for the safety of people. This is a woman who would allow abortion up to birth, and even afterwards, probably. She doesn't give a crap about life. This whole thing right now with masks and everything else is all political. It is all political, you know. YouTube can take away my channel for saying it. Facebook can take the video down for saying it. It is all political. The numbers are so minuscule for COVID right now when you really look at the realities of it. It's it's a, a bad flu season. You know, the same people that died from COVID would have been the people that were were died from the flu. Maybe not, but again, the principle is there. And yet they're they're stepping up and they're they're making this this big deal about you know uh, masking and and so on. If it saves one life, but it's not about lives. It truly isn't because again, she's willing to go get her hair done, you know, because she's got to look good. We've got the the Chicago mayor, so many different people, uh, people uh, who go into gyms and stuff like that to. It just it boggles the mind that these people feel like they can get away with this stuff and then turn around and and feed continue to try to feed the false narrative to the people of America. It's such an insult to us and in, in, in the general public to think that these people think we are so dumb. Nancy Pelosi thinks you're so stupid that she can say, oh, this was a setup and I was only... This is her literally going, the people that are my constituents and the people of this nation are really dumb. The sad thing is there's a lot of people that will fall for it. There's a lot of people, and I won't say that they're dumb or stupid, but I'll say ignorant enough to to buy right into it. And that's this that's the really, really scary thing. Because again, in two weeks. No one's going to care about this. No one's going to remember this. No one's going to be talking about this. There will be some whole new other thing that we can talk about that will be the, the ridiculousness of the week. Because we don't have, we, as, a, a, as a media collective, we do not have a long-term memory. And that's unfortunate. Because the majority of the people who are in office today, if we did continue, if we if we maintain some kind of political long term memory, half of these people would be out a long, long time ago. But people forget, people ignore, people. 
They they let those things go too easily. Pelosi should be gone a long time ago. Um, now I'm just drawing a blank on, on all the names. Mitch McConnell should be gone. Chuck Schumer should be gone. AOC should never have been there. You know, so many of these politicians that should just be out of office a long time ago. Trump never should have got into office. I, I, I seriously still think we should be, that we would be far better off if we were dealing with a President Cruz or a President Rubio than a President Trump. My own popular opinion, do with that what you will. But, so yeah, that was just, that was the ridiculousness that came out of Nancy Pelosi this week. And then we have our good friend Joe Biden, who should not even be on a stage. He should be, he should be taken care of um, in an assisted living home for memory issues or cognitive issues. Because this man can barely formulate a sentence half the time, even reading off of a teleprompter. What was the whole thing of, uh, well, you know, in a hundred years and, and, and this, and, oh, yeah. I mean, he couldn't formulate the whole set, and it's in front of him on the teleprompter. Now, my assumption, and probably what happened is he lost his place on the teleprompter trying to get back to where it was, and he's just going and making sounds to fill in the place to where he can find where he's supposed to be on the teleprompter. That's what I figure. That's what it sounds like. I wasn't, didn't watch any of it, so I couldn't see the cues he was giving off. But just the way it sounds, he lost his place on the teleprompter. But there's so many other things that, that he has said in the la- I mean, pick it. If you can't pick me, don't know how to pick between me and, you, me and Trump, you ain't black. The other day, I mean, such pandering to the African-American community to get that vote that, that he's willing to go as far as he literally said that a black man invented the light bulb. It wasn't Edison. Well, that's just false. We know that, that Lewis Latimer, uh, you know, he improved the, the carbon filament within the light bulb, but he did not invent the light bulb. We, we have pretty, pretty good, pretty concrete evidence that Edison did invent the light bulb. But yeah, we should give credit where credit is due to Latimer, but you don't revise history in order to garner up support within the African-American community, Joe. Because one, you're lying. So there's a lack of credibility and integrity. Two, you're pandering, which makes you look really, really bad. And two, I mean, it's just a loss of credibility that goes along with that. You know, I mean, here you are trying to run to be president for 15 minutes or however long it's going to take for them to uh, invoke the 25th Amendment. Because I guarantee if Joe Biden is elected, if he somehow wins this election against Donald Trump, 15 minutes in, they're going to have him out on the 25th Amendment, and we are going to be dealing with President Kamala Harris. And then she gets to pick whoever is her vice president, right? So, again, I mean, and here, here I, I find myself in that place where I, I don't want to vote for Donald Trump. I don't, I, and I won't. My, my vote is, is, is very... Um, it will always be based on my my moral standards 
And based on those, on my Christianity, on my Christian values, I cannot vote for Donald Trump. Unless in the next two weeks, he literally comes out and says, I repent of these things that I have done, these things that I have refused to repent of, put my faith in Jesus Christ, and then starts to show fruit in keeping with repentance. I could do that. But if, John, if Joe Biden would do the same thing and say, I'm, I'm now pro-life, um, I'm, I'm walking away from the uh, papacy and the, the false teachings of the Catholic Church, and I've been saved and want to follow Christ, then I could vote for Joe. Still would be a little uh, iffy on the whole Kamala Harris thing. So, because again, even if Joe were to repent and put his faith and trust in Jesus Christ, I don't know that, that he's going to be president for long. So that's the thing. And, and will it, you know, is, is it, does a president have to be Christian for me to, to follow after them? No, no, I voted for Romney. He's not a Christian. Um, but the issue that I have with Trump is he has said some horrible things that, need to be if 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 he's going to try to claim to be a christian then the the clip that you see in the intro to this podcast has to be overturned because he said they asked him straight up have you ever repented of everything i just don't think that way i just try to do better next time so no i don't think i have well then donald you're not a christian you can't be saved if you don't repent there's no salvation without repentance said this multiple multiple times and because of the because of trying to present the the false believer situation there is another reason why I cannot vote for him. I cannot vote for somebody who is blatantly dishonest. I cannot vote for somebody who is blatantly perverted. I cannot vote for a Joe Biden who is blatantly incapable of, of performing the job duty. Cannot vote for uh, somebody who is all in for the murder of unborn children. I can't. I can't. So I have a lot of things. And it's not that I'm just a one-issue voter. Because there would be other issues. If, if Joe Biden said, oh, I'm pro-life now. Well, that would be fantastic. But there are still things in the Democrat platform that I cannot vote for. You know, I do fall in line much more with the Republican platform. But when they've got a guy at the head who I cannot support, I left the party. In the words of, Don, of, of Ronald Reagan, you know, par- changed from Democrat to Republican. There, I didn't leave the Republican Party. The Republican Party left me. And so now I find myself in this independent state. I'm not really a libertarian. I'm not a, definitely not a Democrat. I'm not the Green Party or anything. I'm just this, this independent unaffiliated somebody show me some good leadership so I can vote for you. But the, again, the garbage that these politicians say day in and day out all the way down the line from the, the stupidity that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth all the way down to the ridiculousness of AOC. I mean, it, we, we have a, a governmental echelon that is, that they all need to be thrown out on their butts. We need a reboot. We need a, a, a American government 2.0 that with, with new people who are willing to, 
to to have integrity and not just try to cover their own butt so they can stay in office for another two to six years. You know, and guys who have been there for 45 years or more. I think Biden's been in, in government in one form or another for 47 years. That's longer than I've been alive. Joe Biden has been part of the 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 American government system. And not much has gotten better in those 47 years that he's been there. So why would we think he'd make anything better as a president? So there you go. There, there's literally just my rant for this week. And that, that was it. I mean, as I'm looking at things that were going on in the news and stuff, I mean, we could talk about California wildfires. We could have talked about the NBA. I'm bummed that the Jazz lost, but so be it. Hopefully next year we'll have a real season again where people can get in there and cheer them on and they'll do better. I mean, I, I can't imagine how these guys are in there so used to having a crowd to pump them up. But yet now that they, they, they've got squeaky shoes on the floor and and you know again it's a it's a just a different ball game it's just something different so we could have talked about that but literally as i was looking at the things and there was so many more things that was said i mean i watch the steve day show on fridays aaron mcintyre does his his little video of a bleep democrats say and there was so much we could i i could have that just coming through that you know um, I think everything that I talked about today was in that, that montage that he does, not intentionally, but I mean, I, I watched that and just some of the just ridiculous stuff that Democrats are saying, Cory Booker talking about, you know, the first time that someone's been on the ticket that looks like me, I'm like, did you forget about Obama? <laughs> are we just ignoring the fact that, that for eight years we actually had a black president? And now we're trying to use the same narrative again, because I know a lot of people who voted for Barack just because he was black, not because of any qualifications or anything else. I literally talked to somebody the first time he was elected. I came back to work after I voted and walked in and someone asked, hey, Norm, who'd you vote for? And she said some one of the ladies that I worked with was like, oh, he voted for the white guy. And I said, well, who'd you vote for? I voted for the black guy. What's the black guy's name? Well, I don't know. I just voted. She literally could not tell me his name. She just knew she voted for the black guy. So again, there were so many people who voted because of the historicity of it. We want to vote for the first black man. I can get that. I would have loved to have voted for the first black man to be president if he was a black man that could have done a good job as president. You know, I was all in for if Colin Powell would have done it. I would have voted for Ben Carson. Um, Herman Cain, I probably even would have voted for. You know, you name any number of, of, of black men who uh, integrity and ability to run this nation, and I would vote for them. Personal issues with, with women in, in that office is another thing. I don't know that I could, could vote for a woman president either, but that's a, a bridge we'll have to cross when we get there, and that's something that I'll have to deal with on my own. But there you go. Uh, again, just took a, a 22 minute rant and made it 27 minutes uh, just on just on the lamp. So there you go, guys. Um, hopefully, 
you got something out of this rant other than just listening to me rant. Sometimes I just have to do that. Um, hopefully next week there will be a little more productive uh, things that come up and, and we'll have a, a, a real good beneficial uh, podcast next week on Monday morning. You'll have it Monday morning. So as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.